yet another week, yet another episode. Welcome to Faces of Silver, the podcast. I am Ben Winkler, photographer, connoisseur of life, and hopefully lifelong curious being. Each week, we are trying to bring you an interesting guest with uh, inspire an inspiring message and a nugget of wisdom or something to ponder over for the coming week. So I hope you uh, will join us again next week. Every week we are streaming uh, a new episode, Fridays, 10 a.m. Pacific uh, Standard Time. And with this, let's get started. Welcome to today's chat. Um, I will be talking with Diane Williams about her warrior wellness journey. Uh, but before that, quickly, this will be our last uh, show before the Europe tour. I'm on my way to Europe. I shall be there for pretty much the month of September. So we're going to Scotland, we're going to London, Fashion Week is the middle of the month, Amsterdam, Hamburg, Dusseldorf, and I guess that's about it. That's about as much as I can cram into it, after which... I'm straight back on a plane to New York City and New Jersey. It's October, breast cancer month, so we've got a whole bunch of uh, pro bono work there that I want to do in terms of uh, um, October, the breast cancer month. With uh, We have some hair salons lined up uh, who work with, uh, with wigs. We wanted to th uh, be thinking of maybe body painting to bring beauty out and to really celebrate the moment. Uh, that's going to take place in uh, uh, New Jersey. After that, we'll be off to San Diego to do the same thing. And then on October 21st, we will be at the Keys Lavender Farm. And uh, we're going to be photographing or having a whole, an entire event there, uh, which we will hear more about here during the show. And uh, Diane is going to tell us a bit more about it. So Diane is, as I said, on her warrior wellness journey. She is uh, endlessly working with veterans. She's working with PTSD, with yoga. She most recently, as I understand, is uh, working with Connected Warriors. She was instrumental in making the, uh, the San Diego event uh, a success and make it happen uh, when we photographed what was it, a thousand yogis or 500 yogis on the flight deck of an aircraft carrier in San Diego? What an event. So this is a quick plug for Connected Warriors. They have another event coming up, a similar one, on the Intrepid, an aircraft carrier docked in Manhattan on September 15th. If you want to pop in there, go participate, support, support veterans. And with that, let's see if we can bring her on. Hello. Good morning, Diane. Hi, good morning, Ben. Hang on, I just need to something goes wrong. You hear me? Yes, I can. Can you hear me okay? Perfect. Wouldn't be couldn't get, be any better. It always fascinates me how how far we've come with technology, considering we are sitting on opposite coasts. We're not sitting in the same space. Correct. Well, we're sitting in the same space. We're just on opposite coasts. <laughs> 
Okay, that was a good well, interview. Thank you. Yeah, usually, usually I have it the other way around. I'm sitting on the West Coast. Everybody else is sitting on the East Coast. Let's do this in reverse. <laughs> so uh, today I would love to talk to you about uh, warrior wellness, your warrior wellness journey. You and I have met, uh, when was it? In June, I believe, on the, in, not, not the Intrepid. Oh, on, yes. uh, Midway in San Diego Harbor. Yes. On the Midway. Yeah. For those listeners who've, who haven't seen any photographs, who've never heard about uh, what connected Warriors, the, what the event was, can you just give us a brief overview of what the event was? And then after that, I want to go back to the beginnings and, and see how your journey started uh, to begin with. Okay. How thanks. does that sound? Sure. It sounds great. And it was a pleasure to meet you on, on the flight deck of the USS Midway. Um, where we Likewise. Had- I think we had over 500, yeah, definitely over 500 people doing yoga. It was a free community event, and it was to honor our service members, veterans, and family members. Connected Warriors is based out of Boca Raton, Florida. I'm the Southern California coordinator. And what we do is we offer free yoga for the military, Uh, but it's a trauma-sensitive yoga. So um, it is um, very uh, much in tune to the needs of the military families. And um, so this was our effort to uh, have that be acknowledged. And it was an awareness and fundraising event. Uh, we hold at least, I think we're up to uh, 10 classes locally here in Southern California, weekly classes. Our teachers are all specially trained in trauma conscious yoga and they're volunteers, which is pretty phenomenal. Um, we host, I think, hundreds, not maybe thousands, but hundreds across the United States of classes uh, per week. Uh, yeah, to, to give people to give to give people a, a, a little overview, what is how big is the organization? I believe it's even in, in several countries now and yes, how many it's in classes other a week. As well, correct. I, I I don't know the the statistics right now, but I know that we're in the major um, military uh, communities around America and absolutely international and in the field. And so this is, not, this is not only active, this is active and retired. Active and retired, absolutely. Some of our most uh, dedicated um, students are Vietnam veterans, more, so dedicated that they have become yoga teachers, which is quite- How cool is that? Yeah, quite Yes. So, so basically this, the way I understand it is free yogas to, to active members and, and veterans and, and, uh, and you don't have to bring any prerequisite or anything like there, no, there are people there from, from, from Vietnam and we know it, yoga was not around back then. So you don't need to be 30 and bent backwards like a pretzel. No, no, not at all. Like for myself. <laughs> I don't know if, if, that, if that would work. Have you taken any of our classes? No, that's why I'm asking. I want I want to know people who are listening in. I want I want to give them an overview so they understand, and if they have somebody in their families or active members, or so that they can refer them. Actually, it's a very gentle and restorative yoga, first of all. And we meet, like we say, we meet everybody where they're at on the mat. What mm-hmm. that means is, um, it is really it can be entry level, it can be somebody very advanced, but. The way that the flow goes, um, it, it actually it can handle somebody that is an amputee, for instance. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
that happen all in the same class at all different ages. Doesn't matter culture or otherwise. Um, you have that one hour, you have your mat, and, and you have a teacher that leads you through a sequence where our, our goal is to give you a safe and secure environment in which to breathe, in which to breathe into body movement. And in that comes the um, ability to start to regulate our internal systems and our fight and flight response. And so it's quite magical at the end of the day. Um, it's really physical fitness. That's why um, we have been able to make this so mainstream. Um, and, uh, and I'm not sure what more you need. Oh, another thing that we do do um, is we tend to, we'll have mats, blocks, and straps at our classes. Um, so uh, that helps with people. So if you go, if you, you're not somebody who typically can bend down comfortably, there's blocks in which the body doesn't know the difference as it goes into that bend. And I, it's a beautiful thing to watch somebody do maybe, maybe about four or five classes pretty consistently, and then they don't need the blocks. I mean, we're human beings at the end of the day, and our bodies do uh, react to yoga, especially the Connected Warrior Yoga, in very um, uh, healthy ways. And so I have the privilege to see that more often than not. So what I'm understanding is this is not only on military bases or something. Where are those centers? Where are those Correct. places? How can, how um, can people find out about it? Is there a website? Can we give a, a yeah, Connected ConnectedWarriors.org, I believe it is. And, um, and then you'll see the different um, cities that we have the, the uh, classes in. Out here in Southern California, I also put up a meetup group so that it's uh, allows people to see where we're at. And we have over, I think, almost 400 followers here locally um, that at their fingertips to where the next class is. Um, before, bef sorry, before I forget, uh, and we, we're moving to your story, I just yeah. want to give them a, a quick plug. Yeah. The same thing we did in uh, out on the West Coast is happening, I believe, on the 15th, right, of next Correct. month. September in 15th, New York City Harbor. And that is the um, the, the uh, end on the of the, on the okay. USS Intrepid. Yes, absolutely. And that is an open invitation as well. It's early in the morning on September 15th, um, but uh, it is a moving class. And um, we're, again, we're all, everyone's being met where they're at on the map. So that one, you do need to bring your own map. There may be some available as well, but. Okay, uh, excellent. Sure. All right, so now let's dive into the meat. I want to hear about your how you came here. Like, like what what got you started on this journey? What uh, what is your silver lining? Looking back in hindsight, twenty twenty, what what led to the warrior wellness uh, movement sure. that that you started? Um, well, if I was to not go back too far, but you got to start somewhere. Um, early in my professional career, I was a senior buyer for Lotus Development in Cambridge, Massachusetts. Mm -hmm. And I did that for about 14 years. And so that was kind of the basis of, of, again, it's all hindsight in 2020, but that was my business career, my ability to work with different kinds of groups. Um, and uh, from there, I had uh, met uh, uh, my husband, John, at the time, 1993, we married. He had just gotten back from Desert Storm. We fell madly in love. I don't know, over a six-month time span, we had been together about 14 days, and, uh, and we got married. We had a beautiful marriage of 23 years plus, uh, 
But halfway through the marriage, uh, John was diagnosed with post-traumatic stress disorder. And so that was the beginning of my, my endeavor and my dedication to my family and our health um, to, to find alternative, complementary alternative medicine to what the VA um, typically puts out, which uh, it works in some instances and in others, you know, we really need to take a, and I've learned it firsthand, a, um, a hands-on approach to our health. So that kind of, from my professional life and transitioning into a mom, a wife and a mom, and then uh, this is all up in Massachusetts. Uh, I ended up getting into my own tourism business from there and I uh, was very successful over 10 years. Uh, raising my son, helping my husband uh, through his career, which uh, he ended up being an environmental police officer. And um, there was a point in his career where uh, they had an incident where somebody had drowned and it brought him back to his, um, his uh, being a Marine in, uh, in Ghana and it, it triggered off PTSD and he didn't want to be an police officer anymore. And so that was when the real turning point happened, and we got we got into um, the uh, wellness, or I got into the wellness for warrior effort. Okay. Kind of pause to give you. Uh, I'm there to catch up with me. <laughs> <laughs> Are you? Uh, I, I have I have one quick question. Um, you're going you're going in and out. Are you moving uh, around? That might be something of the connection. Okay, sorry about that. I'm going to try to stay still. Yes, there were you. Now you're perfect. If you're staying okay. here, beautiful. We don't want to lose you. Tall order. <laughs> okay. Uh, okay. So I'm trying. I I looked at at your at your story, and, and I I tried to keep up with like you were like from Massachusetts. Then you yes. went to. Wait, then you started in 2008, I believe you started Wellness for Warriors in North Carolina. Ah, uh, yes. All right, well, the, the, the grand finale in Massachusetts, now knowing that my husband's been diagnosed with PTSD and our son is growing up, uh, it was after 9-11 that I really dedicated myself to serving those who serve. And I was appointed interim executive director for a regional veterans outreach center in Massachusetts. And after several months that, we gained its uh, reputation, and I was able to um, make a decision to move on. My husband, again, was still struggling with his PTSD. Um, but luckily, and I'd like to make mention of this, he got um, assistance through the VA, not the vet center, but the, I mean, the vet center, not the VA. And I think it's important for people to know there's a difference because that's a, one of those those fork in the roads uh, situation that really set the tone for the rest of uh, where, where I'm at now. And so with the vet center, he had had a Vietnam veteran counselor who said it was mandatory to try yoga. And he's an old school Marine here. And uh, he did yoga and he went three times. Um, and the third time I had said to him, what is with yoga? And he said, I don't know. I just know there's 14 guys from three different wars waiting for the teacher every week. And that's nice. one of those, you know, one of those aha moments, right? Mm -hmm. So it was my husband who brought yoga to our family, thank goodness. Um, and, uh, and that's when I saw a, a significant difference in his ability to cope. 
and manage and manage it all. And so with that came my work with the Veterans Outreach Center and, uh, but he still wanted, um, he was still working as an environmental police officer. So our goal was to get him to, you know, um, be able to retire. And so I ended up leaving to go down to North Carolina specifically in search of a healthier lifestyle. And I actually okay. went ahead of my husband and son. And that's where in 2008, I moved down there. I ended up find, um, developing a program called Wellness for Warriors. I hope I didn't. Did we lose you? Diane? I think I'll have to call you back. Everybody, bear with me. Don't go anywhere. Just sit tight for two seconds. We'll reconnect. Hello? And you moved to North Carolina. It was too far. <laughs> I'm still moving. <laughs> uh, North Carolina, yes. And so for a healthier lifestyle, I went ahead of my family. I uh, went down to Cary, uh, North Carolina area. And I actually had six months to myself. It's all in hindsight, of course. But um, that was an opportunity for me to get really healthy because I had been dealing with some chronic health issues as well, uh, lung issues and things. And I started doing yoga. And uh -huh. it was remarkable. And my teacher was actually from India. And I had noticed the Lotus building. And from there, I discovered Yogaville, which was Swami Satchidananda's ashram. Took me a long time to be able to say that name. Uh, and I went up there for a weekend just to be healthy. And uh, somehow, uh, circumstances allowed me to be in his uh, private home uh, for meditation. And um, I, I went into a very deep state of meditation very quickly. And it was around war and uh, several wars and uh piece and came out with what was to be called Wellness for Warriors, Integrative Health and Lifestyle Solutions. Beautiful. Me, me, of all people. Mm -hmm. You just never know your calling. <laughs> hey, hey, <laughs> so what I'm going to do with this. So what I did is I, I decided not a nonprofit, but I did it as a, as a meetup group to bring together the community. Uh, looking, you know, I went with doctors and teachers and business owners who were willing to share their gifts and services to serve active duty service members in our neighborhood. We weren't on a base. So the National Guard and Army Reserve really benefited from this uh, community effort. It was it was stunning. It took a life of its own on. It really did. And um, the focus was on warrior wellness, wellness and complementary alternative medicine. So it ended up including yoga, transcendental meditation, uh, acupuncture, biofeedback, organic lifestyle, mindfulness. It, it was really quite stunning. And it rolled out It rolled out statewide with the YMCA and the USO. Mm -hmm. It was pretty wild. It's, um, a, it's amazing how things grow. You have an idea or, or you, yeah. you, you, you pick up something and then it's just... Yeah. Yeah. If it's the right thing, well, that the right came, time. That came to me. Know. That wasn't my idea. That was a, that was the directive from from something much bigger than me. You were just and, a tool. <laughs> I'm just a tool. <laughs> oh, I love it. And so you know, and that's that 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 in lies that you know what I did discover at that point is I know who I am, and and that's really that was the aha moment of 
I've always been about peace. And what this taught me was it's peace from within. So we get to get stabilized, mind, body, and spirit. And then we share it with our family, the community, and the world. And that sounds hokey, but that's the real deal. That was, that was really the pivotal time and what caused the momentum, I do believe. I mean, a lot of people got involved in this statewide. And so, uh, but in the meantime, my husband was still struggling and he ended up wanting, he's always wanted the federal job. It's kind of a thing um, here and, and I've seen that be repeated pretty often. And he got it, it was up in Nevada. And in the meantime, my son, Zachary, didn't really want to go to college. So we decided to come out to um, California, my son and I, while John was up in Nevada. And um, so he could go through a program called um, Archie's Acres Veteran Sustainable Ag Program. So he could was, learn how was, to that your, was that your son or was that your husband? My son. My husband was up doing his thing for the Bureau of Land Management. He was no longer an EPO, but he was still following you know, his job. Okay. Yeah. And that's okay. It's all good. I mean, we, that's the whole point. We had to be healthy, whether that meant being together or apart. That's, that's the real point. But yeah. I needed to make sure our son didn't want to do traditional college. So I suggested that he learn how to grow his own fruits and vegetables, whatever, <laughs> and uh, hydroponically. And that's that Archie's Acres program. It's, uh, it was at the time it was for veterans, sustainable ag. Um, they're still doing something, but not necessarily. I don't believe it's still veteran focused. But um, the beauty of it is, my son did go through the program. He was the youngest uh, attendee, um, and actually, I ended up being a career development counselor there for a couple of years. And so I was entrenched in the military community out here quite quickly, especially after Camp Pendleton and the Marines. Mm -hmm. And from that, I ended up having the opportunity to be a um, land steward, so to speak, for a 10-acre avocado grove. What? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Who knew? Who knew yeah. that was coming? I mean, gifts over gifts. But let me tell you, this place was in serious disrepair. But it took, it took, you know, hearts and minds to put it back together. And who better to do that but our veterans? So it was a massive farm. It had four bedrooms. Uh, I was very aware and, and heavily connected so that I could bring in veterans uh, with, uh, and, and help them transition. And so uh, I called it the Wellness for Warrior Epicenter. It is actually something that came to me back at, you know, at Yogaville with Swami Satchidananda and my meditation. Yes. Yes. To maybe have something like this someday. And so it got delivered. It just gets delivered in different ways than we, than, uh, in different timelines. <laughs> in different timelines, but it was, <laughs> it was planted for sure um, by somebody else. And of course, um, just dedication and, and perseverance allowed it to manifest. Um, and I have no regrets. It's all, it's all good. It's all good. So I have, you know, countless active duty service members that I consider extended family members along this. There's this undercurrent um, of, of holistic uh, health that, that has um, kind of cropped up. And uh, it's, it's a beautiful thing to see that. So it's warrior wellness. It's not the military mentality anymore. People are really taking control of their own health. And they're having it become a lifestyle. That wasn't a choice before when you got out of the military. Uh, you know how I got out? Here's your yeah. paycheck. Take your take your vacation. See ya. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. And so, yeah, that's right. You have a background on all this from a whole other end of the spectrum, right? Yeah. 
So it's it's I I can really appreciate that they all these efforts that are going on, not just you know VA and all this, but there, mm-hmm. there's all this structure and all the bureaucracy and and all that. But if I look at I've only I've only gotten in touch with. Uh, with the whole idea for Connected Warriors and, and now listening to you, there's so much more out there that we can do that every, each and every one of us can contribute or part, uh, participate yeah. in actively, like in the organizations. Yeah. Well, you know, there's a new phenomenon I want to bring to your attention and to, to the listeners' attention. It's called post-traumatic growth. Okay. And there is such a thing as post-traumatic growth. As a matter of fact, I, I believe you may be experiencing it yourself where, you know, and this came through... Um, Part of back when I was in North Carolina, I was approached by This Emotional Life through the Nova series. They actually offered a $10,000 grant to co-create something. And their programming, I forget, it was like six series. You know, how is it that people go through trauma and some implode and some actually um, thrive from it, you know, and become nonprofit, you know, they start nonprofits and all kinds of things. But um, that can be perceived as growth, but sometimes it still costs them their families and they and end up getting really amped up over it. So, yeah. um, but you don't get there to balance both, to know that you have access to both is really important. And it's a huge relief to somebody struggling with post-traumatic stress that they, there is such a, it's a medical diagnosis, post-traumatic growth. Once you know you have that option and you can have both, but at least you can make conscious decisions on which way you want to transmute that, that stress. Yeah. And that's what yoga allows people to transmute the stress that's in the, it's in the cells, it's in, the, it's in your, uh, your systems, your neurological systems. And just by stretching and breathing and being present, you're starting to, uh, to rewire all of that. And so oh, there that's, is that's, a lot to be that's really the that's really the hardest part if i'm thinking back it's just that your mind is, yeah. is stuck what, with what you've seen and where you've been and it's just like being you're being present and breathing through it was the hardest part right right and 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 you know the body regenerates and so does in all the um, parasympathetic and sympathetic nervous system so giving giving yourself enough downtime which is a huge order for somebody dealing with stress because that you're, you stay amped up. It's, it's a fight and it's flight response. Exactly. Yeah, fight and flight response. So if you can tend to that long enough, and it really doesn't take that long, and the body starts to, it starts to dissipate. It starts to not be the first thought. And so that's the beauty of, of these kinds of programs and um, integrating them. And again, it's not exclusive just just to the military either. We've got a lot of things going on in this world that can cause all kinds of stress. And so it's just a human human, uh, condition for the most part that we are able to um, manage and and work through. Different ways to cope. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So if somebody, some of our listeners have a, a family member active or, or not active, do you have any any addresses or any websites or any organizations do you, you would like to point them to? Yeah, I would, I would, I would encourage them to, of course, um, check out the Connected Warrior site. But absolutely, there's all kinds of programs out there. And there's other programs to watch out for. Um, really, from my perspective, the VETS centers tend to be um, a good point of reference because they support the whole family. They're the ones who are the more apt to bring in the yoga programs, the horse programs, 
the interactive healing programs. Um, and they don't necessarily, you know, they don't write out prescriptions and make those kinds of diagnoses. They, they're more of the long-term, they have the, the uh, counseling and things like that. So I think a vet center is a really good place to start and start to look out even in your own community, even through, again, even the USOs, the Red Crosses, those kinds of community organizations that support the military tend to have other programs in place that are not as mainstream that help to complement. Another thing, especially if you're getting into into TBI, traumatic brain injury as well, um, there is the Intrepid Centers. And they're around the country. There's, I think, a couple to maybe a few now. And those are by far the um, top of, you know, top-notch care. But another thought too, back to the fact that this isn't just exclusive for the military, uh, uh, almost every um, teaching hospital uh, has a complementary alternative medicine division. And that's worth looking into. Know. Yeah, yeah. And so I wouldn't know either if I didn't go through this myself. If it wasn't for my health or my husband's or my son's, mm-hmm. would I really be privy to all this? And I guess that's what the journey is all about is to, is to again, in hindsight, and me and my, uh, I'm known as the um, cockeyed optimist. <laughs> and the silver lining. The rose colored glasses. And, and if, you know, some days I have to buy them, but they're out. Okay. <laughs> they, they are out there. And if somebody's looking for them, you certainly have. Them. Uh, speaking of, uh, speaking of you, if somebody wants to connect with you, somebody wants to partner up with you, wants to develop something, wants to learn more, how can they find you? Uh, well, me personally, or you personally, your person. the organizations you're working with, so brainstorming, whichever. Sure, of course. Um, yeah, I, I, I have, I, I have an email and I have a phone. Okay. Did I just lose you again? <laughs> no. Okay, I have to bring him. Oh, we've lost her again. Everybody stay put again. Second time around. Third time is going to be a charm. No. Third time's a charm. <laughs> Everything happens in threes for me. Trust yeah. me. It's Good. called the Trinity. It definitely. Okay. What that yeah. means is this is the last time. <laughs> we won't okay. get this. Where did, where did we leave off? <laughs> Left off with uh, how can people reach you? Uh, and you know what? I changed my answer from when we got cut off anyway. Perfect. <laughs> what's the new, what's the current answer? The good news, uh, the, the, for me personally, it would be Diane at jackpotblessings.com. And uh, Jack, check jackpot blessings. blessings. I love it. Well, you know what? I have to, I have to give you this short story because it's the grand finale. And the reason why it's called Jackpot Blessings um, back in North Carolina, there did come a point where we had run out of, I, I'd run out of my 401k money. I was doing the wellness for warriors. I was serving, I was not making money for it. And I ended up doing a bankruptcy and not quite sure what was happening, but I did break away for a wedding up in Nevada with my family. And in the process, I was able to meet up with my sister and decided to go to a casino. Uh-huh. And in the process of that, it was, uh, we had, we wanted our 25 cent wheel of fortune machine. And so we got up super early in the morning. I don't care for people in smoke. 
And we ended up going to a place called the Silver Legacy. And there was the bank of, uh, of Jack, of the um, Wheel of Fortune. And as I walked around the six machines, and this is not, I'm not making this up, a voice from the back of my head out my mouth, this is it, the red, white, and blue machine. Uh-huh. And she put in $10. I put in $10. It was the third spin, Trinity. He has yeah. a 25-cent bet, and we hit the progressive jackpot. $268,531. Out of $10 plus $10? <laughs> yeah. Three wow. spin. See, and you're always safe. How about right. that? So the punchline, though, is not even the jackpot and the amount. It was the fact that the woman with the fake check finally showed up a couple of hours later. And her first thing out of her mouth is, you wouldn't believe the synchronicity. And I said, nah, I, I, that's kind of my middle name. I just name. might. Yeah. yeah, I just might. She said, no, no, no. Now, I would never have put this together. She said, today is 7-11-11. Okay. No, in the numeric world, that is a very, those are very lucky numbers. And, and it's also, for metaphysics, it's called the 11-11 phenomenon. Well, you can be sure I live that now ever since. And it's real. It uh, funny, funny part when we were talking before, it was 11-11 on my clock here. And I wanted to take a picture of it because I was just talking to a friend about it. Every other day we have this now. And I couldn't because I was on the phone with you. Okay. <laughs> There is our connection. So we were on at 11 that this is this this conversation will continue and it will change lives, even if it's just you and I. Um, yeah. but the other one more thought though is I won at 4:44 in the morning, which again I would not have known had she not told me, and that's the sign of the angels. And I said, Who do you think whispered in my ear? And asked, what are you going to do with the money? I said, I can continue to keep myself self-employed for wellness yeah. warriors. And that's yeah. what I did. And that's what I did. So so there you go. I don't know what more magic can happen. <laughs> <laughs> we are we are in the silver theme. Hang on a second. We yeah. started out with the silver lining. We went yeah. to the silver bank. Was it the silver bank at the casino? You just mentioned legacy. something. Silver legacy. Oh my goodness. Silver legacy. And now we are going to my silver legacy, to Faces of Silver, where we maybe could quickly talk about what you and I are oh my goodness. cooking yes. up with. Uh, we, yeah. we are supposed to play together pretty soon. Absolutely. How much fun is this going to be now on our 11-11 journey? This is so much fun. And, and wait, yesterday I just came back to the car, got into the car, switched on the car, and it was 4.44. Anyway. All right. There you go. Yeah, that's a yeah. of a blessing. I love it. Okay. So what yeah. is our what is our playtime all about? Okay, so what, it's my understanding. Yeah, um, your people and my people have been <laughs> <laughs> Yes, exactly. And we have all agreed that we're going to have a, a spectacular event out here in Southern California on at the Keys Creek Lavender Farm, which is a world renowned um, yoga destination. It's absolutely gorgeous up in Valley Center, California. And um, we're going to have, it's kind of like a god and goddess, you know, bring your divinity um, for mature people. You don't have to have silver here, but you certainly have the attitude. <laughs> we're, we're good to go with the attitude. <laughs> okay. Well, I'm white. I'm not silver. Do I still qualify? And I'm not a goddess. My so white better than silver. Wow. And so um, it's going to be on Sunday, October 21st. It's my understanding you're going to actually... Uh, it's kind of like a progressive photo shoot while we're having an event 
We're going to start at the saltwater pool. Then we're going to go over to the labyrinth. I don't say that right. It's a beautiful crystal labyrinth. That's it. And then we're going to be doing um, lavender food and product demonstrations and testings um, on the on the farm patio. And it's just a stunning, just a, it's an absolutely sacred space in which to bring our divinity together um, and raise the consciousness of humanity. Okay, so to recap, this is for who and how many can we have there? Is there is, is how big is that space? Do we have a it's limited number? Those, or? It's for those of us who who want to share in the um, silver lining. <laughs> and uh, I think they, I think we're planning for twenty uh, to thirty people, okay. and then. It's my understanding you may actually have some private photo sessions that you can do on the Lavender Farm that uh, day before or after the event. The event's from noon to, I think we, I think we did it like 11.11 to 4.44, to be honest. Perfect. <laughs> you, you, you better. Now in retrospect, after this conversation, there's no other way. And here we are just talking about it for the first time. That's pretty funny. I love it. I love it. Uh, <laughs> okay, wait, wait, wait. I missed something. What was it? Uh, yes, if people come from across the country somewhere, can oh, they yeah, stay? They they'll, come, they'll come from all over. Oh, and yeah, they have um, beautiful glamping tents there. Look it up. It's, okay, what's it, a glamping tent? A glamping tent is a very high. It's a it's a high end tent. A glamping tent. Yeah, glamping. <laughs> okay. And yeah, and it's, it's it's like you're in a bed and breakfast, but, but you're in a tent. And very cool. And you're oh, when you said they have salt water pools and all that. Yes, yeah, perfect. So, so how can how can people find out about it? Where can we see what this place looks like? Get a feel. It will be posted later today, actually, on all our Facebook pages, and, uh, okay. and then it will roll over to the Keys Creek Lavender Farm. Keys uh, Creek. Keys Creek Lavender Farm, um, their website and Facebook page as well. So we have work to do. We have work to do. Well, we better get off the phone then, because before it's four forty-five. I got busy real quick. <laughs> Beautiful! Don't you love it when things flow? Oh, this is stunning! I'm giggling because because the way it ended, I just love it. I love. It. Well, I better make it back to Europe quick and back even quicker. Otherwise, I'll be late for the event. <laughs> yeah, I'm about to. I'm a, I'm about to to get on a plane to Scotland, then down to uh, London uh, to time of the Fashion Week, then Amsterdam, Hamburg, Paris, maybe, and then probably back. And then we are doing the. Um, uh, we are doing. Uh, it's October. It's Breast Cancer Month, so we are doing events both in San Diego, I believe, and in New Jersey with uh, body painting hair salons. Uh, collaboration with hair salons that provide wigs and so on. So we, we really want to make this. I want to give my time. I want to give back. So all this all these events should be free. So I've, uh, we're going to put up, we're going to post more about it. Love it. Love it. Love it. Love it. Okay. Excellent. Okay. Then I see you in a few weeks. Yes. I look forward to seeing you. Likewise. Thank you so much for today. And uh, we shall do it again. All right. Thank you very much. You take care. Thanks, Diane. Bye-bye. Bye. Well, I hope you enjoyed this conversation as much as I did. Um, if you did, please join us again next Friday. We are transmitting every Friday, 10 a.m. 
Pacific time, uh, we'll bring you another interesting guest and uh, just nuggets for your week, nuggets of wisdom, little snippets of uh, funny anecdotes and whatever we might come up with. Join us again next Friday, 10 o'clock, either on iTunes, on Anchor, on Google Play. There are so many platforms now. Uh, basically, just do a search in Faces of Silver or go to my Facebook page and find us there. See you again next Friday.